Observing the night sky is a captivating and enlightening hobby that allows us to connect with the vast universe that surrounds us. Each month brings new opportunities to explore the wonders of the night sky. Hello, welcome to Cosmic Corner. I'm Sinead from Connemara Astronomy Club. Um, hello, I'm Graham from Connemara Astronomy Club. And I'm Paul from the Irish Astronomical Association. Oh, Happy New Year, everybody. What's going on in the sky? Well, you know, I, I like to keep an eye on the uh, nearest star, the sun, because it's um, it's building up nicely. Solar Cycle 25, the sunspot cycle, is, is um, looking pretty good. Uh, it's actually... It's gone to one of its quiet moments. Thing. This is, it's been a feature of this cycle, probably most cycles are like it, really, that, um, that you get a flurry of activity, which we had earlier in December. Um, but now it's gone all quiet, except for one little thing, and that is that there is a coronal hole on the front of the sun, um, which is radiating some solar wind towards us, and that should be arriving sometime tomorrow. So it is possible... It's possible. No, there are okay. no promises ever with any of this that we could have a low-level G1 geomagnetic storm to see us into the new year if we're very lucky. So uh, it uh, it comes along. It is, um, how how would we see that that geomagnetic storm? How would it manifest right. itself? Uh, I mean, if you're really lucky, you get um, Northern Lights aurora borealis. Oh, okay, super. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Is yeah. there really a lucky. website? Sorry, Paul. Is there a website people could? check if it's going to if it's going to come well if you go to the iaa's website irishastro.org there's a tab along the top there called aurora and that gives you some pointers as to what to look out for um, but oh. also it's, i've got some real live data um you know um what do you call it you know, put into it so that uh, you can actually see what's happening there and it will give you a good a good heads up if there's uh, you know, stuff actually going on in real time so oh, yeah. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, unfortunately, the weather's not conducive at the moment. I'm possibly partly responsible for this. Um, because generally speaking, because I, I bought myself a little Christmas present of, um, of a C-Star nice. 50, and it's one of these totally computerized astrophotography machines that that knows where it is and where it's pointed and, and congratulations you just you just well, tell your phone what you want to see and it goes away and takes loads of pictures for you um unfortunately um standard rules apply um that the purchase of a piece of major astronomy equipment comes with about a six-week weather penalty on it so you know uh, absolutely absolutely and that's not in the guarantee it just happens naturally i understand so I do yeah. apologise in advance. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, it's all okay. Paul's fault. If nobody sees any aurora, <laughs> it's all Paul and his new toys' fault. Well, really, yeah. that's quite comforting. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but in six weeks that should that should pass, and uh, you know it should be gone. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so that's that's really you know that, that's what the sun is doing at the minute. Um, we have a moon, of course. Um, the, 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 moon, the moon is nice and high up in a minute. I just did get a glimpse of it when I came in uh, late last night, and this is one of the sort of the most northerly um, lunations that, that there is. In that the moon does appear quite high in our northern hemisphere sky at the minute. So it, it means that if you want to start, you know, looking at it closely or or taking pictures, that you are looking through about the minimum amount of air you'll ever need to look through so and that's really good 
I, I notice it's quite, it's quite round. It's well round to the east in, in the yes. early evening at the moment as well. Yeah, yes, it is. It's kind, yeah. it's kind yes. of visible most of the night, actually. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, so, so it sort of comes up um, not long after sunset and uh, moves its way round to the early morning. So, yep, yeah, always, you know, and the bit you're looking at really, if you want to observe the moon, is is along the Terminator. Um, that's to say, um, you know, the transition from, from the moon's daylight to, to darkness. Because then you get long shadows cast across craters and stuff, and it looks really oh. it, it is It's quite, it's quite, um, it, it's quite beautiful. Yeah. Uh, you can kind of see the mountain, the kind of the mountain range right along the yes. edge, can't you? It, it's really yeah. very oh. spectacular. I'm going to give as a long little as it, plug. Yeah. I'm going to give a little plug while we're talking about the moon, actually, for uh, my okay. friend at Armar Observatory and Planetarium because I went there the other evening um, and two of us from the IAA did a telescope clinic so we you know, and loads of people turned up with these telescopes that they got for Christmas and we just had to talk them through getting them balanced and the finders aligned and all that sort of thing but before that um, Jude and I went to see um, the Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon 50th anniversary edition in the Stardom oh, wow. the, the oh, I'm jealous and, and I totally recommend it. Totally, absolutely, what without thing? reservation, recommend that you go and because it's fantastic. Is that on for a while, Paul, or is it just over Christmas? It is because I was talking to them, and it's been so popular that they've extended the license for a little while. Um, wow! But the, but the license is expensive, so they're not going to have it forever. So I think the next okay. time that comes up, have a look at Armar.space their yeah. website and, uh, and see if you can get some availability there and uh, and get along and see it because wow. it is fantastic particularly if you're wow. a fan of Pink Floyd but you know but even yeah. if you're not it's still great wow amazing amazing what so else that was is going on up there Paul what else is going on well now one thing we're going to be able to see a bit towards the end of the month um, is we've got some very good evening passes of the International Space Station coming oh, through from about, from about the 16th onwards they start they start off a bit low in the in the southwest and then they come they, they come higher for a, a, a week later or so and then and then they get sort of they go off to the other side to the southeast and uh, but um, the further south you are the better view you get okay um, I being being in Northern Ireland it's never more than about 45 to 50 degrees up in the sky for me but if you're down okay. Cork Way, then then it can yeah. be nearly overhead, you know. So it's it's kind of wow. um, the actual timings are all sort of valid for it. Go to a website called heavens-above.com, put in your location, and it will tell you all you need to know. Um, okay. But but you can see the space station. It's very bright. It's sometimes even brighter than Venus because it's all shiny wow. metal, um, you know, directly Reflecting. lit by, by, by sunlight at at earth distance and um, yeah. I have managed in the past to take pictures of it where you can see the, the sails and the solar panels and stuff wow. which um, it's a bit of a thing you, you put you put a camera on a telescope and sort of try and follow it as best you can and you'll yeah, probably yeah. I mean I think I, the last time I did it I think I took 200 photos of which three actually had it in you know oh, wow. <laughs> you can when you blow them up okay. you can see the shape of it you can see that it's, it's not it's not just a dot it's a it's a whole thing and it's it's wow. I, I likened it in terms of photography i likened it to photographing tower bridge in london from where i am here that's the, the, oh. the scale 
apart from the yeah. curvature of the earth that means you can't do do that but so a small angular a small angular error is yeah. a disaster then yes totally yes. over that distance yes yeah that's, yes. that's why you just take loads and sometimes you get lucky you know it's okay um, but um, it is it is a great thing to see and of course you realize that um, since November 2000 because of the space station there's always been somebody in space you know before before November yeah. 2000 that wasn't the case that okay. was an yeah. occasional thing yeah. but uh, but right now you know since since then for the last uh, 23 and a bit years uh, there's always been somebody in space just one other thing about the space station they've decided to extend its life to 2030 brilliant okay it is all getting a bit old and creaky um, yeah. Because it's been there a long time, you know, and, and although it's in theoretically, you know, zero gravity, it's not quite zero and it does, you know, it, things bend a little bit and stuff like that with forces on them as it goes around. Oh, it's traveling at 17,500 miles per hour. So, you know, what do you expect? Yeah. But, um, so so uh, that's the space station. Um, the current plan from NASA is that most of our low Earth orbit activity will be private sector from there on which yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if that's a good thing or not the thing the great thing about the space station is that you know there are five space agencies involved in that including the Russians they're, they're still in yeah. you know and um, yeah um, the only one that's not there is China China was was never allowed to be part of the space station but uh, um, you know you've, you've got you've got the Europeans the Americans the Canadians um, the Japanese um, and the Russians up there so yeah so, and and you know, the, the scale of space stuff is collaboration has to be the way forward because of course you know, yeah NASA can't do all this by Just itself too, too expensive I, I yeah. guess yeah, it, it yeah. Is, it's expensive and you know it's just in t intensive in, in many ways that so, so spreading it out is, is good but it's also great, I imagine, yeah. with with different ideas from different uh, different agencies. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's, 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 yeah, it's how evolution works, you know. So that's sure. uh, yeah. uh, you know, it, it is the way to go. Yeah. So um, that's the space station. Um, we've still got some planets. Um, what have we got? We've got um, Jupiter. is still beautiful in the sky. Um, we yeah. can still see Jupiter most of the night. It's it's sort of. Um, becoming a, getting a little bit less um, I'm sorry a bit, a bit further away from us so it's not quite as bright as it was at its peak at opposition around October um, but it, um, it it is still very bright um, you can see Saturn still but it's quite low down in the southwest now so you are looking through a lot of air and it's difficult okay. to get a good image of it I've uh, you know, not had a go yet myself but uh, because um, I haven't had the clear weather since I bought the new machine, as you can imagine. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but um, middle of middle of February. Middle, I of, guess. middle of February. Well, I'm afraid yeah. it will be pretty much gone by the middle of February. <laughs> we'll wait for it to come yeah, down yeah. the other side. But, uh, um, yeah. And the other thing with Saturn is that we are getting towards the stage where um, the rings are closing up quite noticeably now. Um, yeah. And because they go edge on by 2025, and then it's another. Um, Twelve or thirteen years before they they open up again. So can you can you actually see any any sign of the rings when they when we are kind of uh, um, when they are closed up? Yeah. If you, if yes, you look through yes, a telescope, yes, can you see you something? Need, yeah, you need you need a, a better picture and more magnification to see. Them. Okay. Okay. They are quite thin. They're only like a couple of miles thick, whatever. And uh, 
Um, one of the, I'll, I'll come back to this um, Pink Floyd thing because I'm so bowled over by it that one of, one of the little parts of the video they do there is is you're on a spaceship and you go through the rings of Saturn and it's fantastic. Oh, okay. wow. Very good. It's, it's a, um, it really, I was totally impressed with that. But yeah, Saturn, so uh, it's still there, but uh, it, it's, it's much harder to see now than it was um, just a, yeah. a few months ago. Um, the other one... The other planet that's very prominent at the minute is Venus, but only if you're good at getting up in the morning. Okay. And, and, what um, time? Um, oh, um, four, five o'clock. It's, it's rising about oh. five o'clock now, and uh, actually, it's it, again, it's moving back towards the sun a bit. So that okay. window of opportunity you've got between when Venus comes up and the sun comes up is getting is uh. getting smaller again. So yeah. uh, and it's also not got much in the way of a phase at the moment. It's 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 sort of um, towards the other side of the sun from us now, and um, hence it looks fairly round. Um, okay. When it when it's sort of when it's our side of the sun, it's got a crescent and it's bigger, you know. But to, yeah, um, yeah. As you can see in a telescope, you can't you can't quite um, see it visually unless you're my wife Jude. She she's got fantastic <laughs> vision. She just can, you know. It's a, um, some wow. just it's on it's on the cusp of of what you can see with a really good eyesight and a good sky. Wow. Um, the crescent, but you, you and, and I can look at it and say, well, that's not round, you know. But <laughs> um, but I can't say it what the what the actual shape is. But uh, some people can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> So um, that's, good. That, so yeah, we've, got, we've got. I think what else we've got? We've got. Um, we've got the quadranted meteor shower coming up in the first few days of the month. Okay. Um, and now then, you need to. I think they sort of look towards Ursa Major. You know, the Plough is a good sort of place to get the quadranted. Oh, it's quite you easy. Don't, you don't look directly at where they are, but you look at, in an area sort of around that. And I've, I've caught quadranted meteors in the Plough before, which is a good way of doing it. Um, oh, we're into we're into winter. I was going to talk, mention about calendars as well, wasn't I? Um, I always find this a you know a source of um, it's, it's amusement really because it's all a bit random. But but we as astronomers <laughs> have it drilled into us that winter starts at you know, the win the winter solstice, i.e. the shortest day, which this yeah. year unusually was the twenty second of December. Um, usually yeah. it's the twenty first, but We've got a leap year next year, and it comes back to being the twenty-first because of that. Um, yeah. But twenty-second um, this year. But now the meteorologist decided to simplify all this, and they just said, "No, winter starts on the first of December. Um, so yeah. December, January, February—that's winter. March, April, May is spring. So on, except for the Celtic calendar, which is different. And so when you get your your weather forecast from Met Aran, um, yeah, that they they will say that um, that winter started on the first of November. Which yes, is kind I always of, thought that. Yeah, and I, and I kind of get that, except it doesn't mean that spring starts on the first of February. But when you really look at it, the coldest months are it's January, February, February and March, <laughs> not November yes, and December. Yes. You know, it's, <laughs> um, I, I used to well, I used to live on the side of a hill, uh, <laughs> and I'd get I'd get snowed in one day a year, and it'd always be in March. <laughs> it's just, just, oh, just like you know. uh, fortunately I don't live on a, on the side of a hill anymore. I used I to live yeah, on yeah. the on, on the top of the. I grew up on the top of the South Downs there. 
yeah. in uh, in uh, um, kind of just north of Gatwick Airport, if you like. And yeah. we often got the worst weather in in March. It was often the, the worst frost. Yeah. No summer. way. Yes. They're, they're the yes. highest place. If you look to the east, they're the highest um, the highest range until you get to the Urals. Yes. And it becomes quite bleak up there in, in, in yeah. winter. And March was the worst time. Yeah. February East was wind, cold. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 East wow. wind here isn't great either, is it? <laughs> Thank you for listening to Cosmic Corner, the monthly What's in the Night Sky podcast. This podcast was produced, written and presented by Paul Evans, Graham Sales and Sinead Mannion. Stay safe and keep looking up. Yeah.